Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 In Conversation podcast, episode 182, the first show of 2021. Happy New Year to everyone out there. And I, today I bring you Johnny. He is the drummer from the band Beach Riot. They're a band coming out of the UK and um, they've got a fantastic new single out called Blush. And they've got a new album out um, later this year, around June time, called Subatomic Party Call. We talk about all that in the interview, so I'm not going to spoil anything else for you on that front, but please go check them out. And I just want to say thank you to everyone. I know I say this on a lot of episodes, but thank you to everyone that's been listening. I've actually done some math, and this is huge. My podcast has now surpassed one million streams and downloads, like, combined. It's utterly mind-blowing over the sort of period of time i've had i've been doing this podcast which is about i want to say six years it's it's absolutely mind-blowing and last year alone i worked out from the statistics that i've got access to 368,636 people listen to my show over lockdown i know we, we produced a lot of shows last year but it's still it's just mind-blowing that people are listening um at that scale and i want to thank every single one of you even if this is your first podcast listen today um for this show welcome and thank you please subscribe please like please share please rate please review all the usual things the influencers say um but i mean i want to this year it's kind of like last year was like i knuckled down and got my sort of interviewing I guess style or something refined it's never fully refined because I'm always finding ways of changing but I really really want to push it this year um because I feel like we're going to be at home a lot and and I want to have a more positive kind of like action with it as well so please rate review all that kind of good stuff I see all these stats now I'm caring more about the numbers and I just want to see that go up and up and up which I'm sure I will with the people I've got in to speak to I'm sure that will go up we finished strong last year with Susie Quattro, and that really did take us over that 1 million mark. Um, so thank you to everyone that downloaded that. That was absolutely greatly received. And the feedback was great from it as well, which I, I really appreciate. But I just want to keep pushing, keep going. Uh, we've got Beach Riot today. Uh, like I said, they're a fantastic band. I've got a whole bunch of interviews I'm yet to record. I've got them penciled or penned in, actually. I've actually got dates to record them um and there's some sort of nice names in that and some uh, new names and all that kind of stuff so we're going to keep mixing it up i'm going to keep to that one week schedule as well so every friday expect a new episode unless i get a run of like um solid interviews that sort of need to go out or or anything like that then i'll sort of increase the outlet but i want to keep that regularity with it so you've got like a set time you know friday there's gonna be a new episode of dj force 10 in conversation and uh yeah we're gonna keep going and i want you guys on on the road with me and we're gonna keep doing this so thank you all keep sharing this with people and stuff i really appreciate it um and so some other projects i've got going at the moment total rock of um i think i mentioned this on the last episode but total rock have made me kind of like or that I'm, I'm heading up their kind of live streaming uh side of things and we kick things off um on the um 8th of january sorry and and it was a live stream dj event with with schism which is the club that i dj and total rock in collaboration um we did a virtual nightclub over over Twitch, and it went really well. So I want to thank everybody 
that was there for that we're going to keep doing that every first friday of the month as well so keep an eye out for that keep an eye on my socials keep an eye on the total rock socials as well and the schism socials don't forget that (laughs) um and we're going to continue to do that so you can expect to see me live on twitch i'm also going to do some gaming uh, streams as well so if you want to hit me up it's twitch.tv forward slash dj force x that's dj f-o-r-c-e x um and i'm gonna be playing my xbox on there so i'm gonna be uh, playing things like cyberpunk uh fifa um rocket league um i've got shit i've got the game pass which we talk about in this actually i've got the game pass so i've got a shit ton of games and i've also got the gears of war all that kind of stuff so we're gonna mix it up um at the start it's just gonna be me playing and then eventually i will grab the microphone and start warbling over it um if people want to get involved like i say go to my twitch channel give it a follow as well also give total rock a follow as well because we're going to start doing some live shows on there um obviously the live uh live streams like dj club stuff as well um but we're going to try and integrate more of the the shows that go on um total rock some of the interviews and maybe develop some type of show and stuff like that as well which would be awesome but without much further ado i've warbled on but i haven't done this for a month so <laughs> i bring you johnny from the band beach riot enjoy welcome johnny uh here's the drummer from the band beach riot welcome johnny hey man thanks very much no worries man how are you doing today today has been pretty good for a monday uh, uh, so i'm doing all right man how are you yeah good thank you good good same thing Sweet. monday but you know as as much as we can do in these these days um but you know still working yeah. so you know that's good <laughs> that's it yeah happy to have a, a job roof over the head food on the table you exactly know, little things in it <laughs> exactly that exactly that now that we're in third lockdown or whatever it is now so fun <laughs> can't really avoid it but yes it's uh yeah it is a talking point <laughs> but um what we're here to do we're talking totally. we're here to that talk one about thing we've all got in common isn't it yeah exactly exactly yeah totally um but we're here to talk about your band today uh beach riot um, you got a new yeah. single out, came out just before Christmas mm. called um, Blush. Um, and it is available yeah. now across all platforms. Um, but what I want to do first, uh, because you are, you, to me, you are a new band. This, I, I only recently heard of you guys through um, through Lee at Wall of Sound. And um, uh-huh. I really dig it. I really dig that single. Um, but what I'd like to do is get like your origin story, if possible. Uh, sort of find yeah. out where you guys came from and stuff. Yeah, totally. So we were all kind of the brainchild of Rory O'Connor, who is our, uh, what, 50% of the front face of Beach Riot. Okay. <laughs> um, him and Cammy, it's definitely a, a two-part thing, but uh, Rory kind of, you know, I think what it all boils down to, I think, I, I don't take all the credit, but we were in a, a pub um, in Brighton, and this is way before Beach Riot, and both of us were complaining about how much we didn't like the bands that we were in. And then a, mo- a year later, he came out with a few amazing demos and was like, I want you to play drums for a recording. I want Jimmy on bass. And me and Jim knew, knew each other from years back. So Rory was the guy, the driving force, but I secretly take credit for that conversation at the pub. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys, you released, um, uh, released a bunch of singles, then an EP in 2018 um yeah. so how long have you been together before that had come out 
Uh, not long. You know, it was probably only about a year at that point. And um, yeah, you know, things kind of progressed really quickly. We, we found a really good common ground creatively. And, you know, we, we, we knocked out that EP, you know, pretty rapidly, all things considered. Nice, nice. So, I mean, la- mm. end of last year, 2020, um, obviously it's it's not been great for musicians, but you guys still managed mm. to release something. Um, you got yeah. out your single, which we'll talk about now, Blush. Um, mm. Yeah, tell us about that song. So a lot of it comes from um, a sort of, well, these days, a, dist- a remote collaboration, really, isn't it? Everyone's got to figure out, you know, ways to get around the, 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 the distance and you know, the barriers between us creatively. And we can't just get into a room and hash it out anymore. Blush was probably one of the last ones that we did that with, though, because we wrote that ages ago, okay. maybe about a year before. I can't remember the timeline. It's just been such a blur since March, hasn't it? <laughs> it like, has, yeah. No one can really have any reference points to anything that's happened since then no. so um <laughs> but i remember vaguely being in a rehearsal room and messing around with it and it's all, it usually starts off with a riff or an idea from jim and then you know um rory will come and get on top of it and that those two are just like you know the lennon the mccarty the band really they sort of get their heads together and they flesh it out quite a bit before me like, I, get, I get involved yeah um so really yeah and i think it's a lot of rory uh, on this one potentially as well but um God, yeah. As a drummer, I'm sort of an accompanist, you know. I, I sort of I wait until they've got it into a good place, and then give it a last little cuddle, yeah. and it's done, you know. Yeah. Give it a bit, a bit, a bit <laughs> of a spike to it. So yeah, yeah, that's it. And you know, Rory often makes like full demos and just sends them over with drums and everything. And I'm like, wow, okay, not much to do here, but I usually <laughs> embellish it a little bit, or you know, just. Um, or I'll listen to it like 50 times and just, just really absorb it and then try and play around with it and make, you know, mess around with it, you know? So have you guys been able to get together, like, during the last year? Obviously, you put this recording together, but was it, mm. like you say, was it all remotely or was it, did you manage to sort of, like, collaborate in a rehearsal space or even over Zoom or anything like that at all? Not really, no. I mean, the Zoom rehearsal thing sounds like a real nightmare to set up. It's got to be an issue with, like, lag and stuff like that. I can't imagine how people do it, really. You know, it'd be like, play a riff, and then I'll play it afterwards, and maybe we'll figure it out and just listen. It's more of a call-and-response thing rather than everyone jamming together. And that doesn't really sit right with me. I haven't even tried it because I know it wouldn't work for us because we like to just play songs as they are and figure it out as we're playing, you know? So, really, the whole process of, of bringing the... You know, the creative process of the album has been um, just massive email chains with loads of ideas back and forth. People going away and playing around on GarageBand on their phone or on their laptops and just being like, oh, I've got this idea, I've got this. And we've kind of, it's changed the way we write songs. And yeah. I think in some ways for the better, it's just changed the sound of them just to a different vibe, really. Yeah, totally. You know? I mean, because you're, you're kind of making stuff on the move as well. Like, um, you're not sort of, like i mean you could be sat in front of carriage band um or logic or yeah. whatever you have on your phone um yeah. i used to use mu- music memo um oh yeah back when and and i used to like hum stuff out and then you know beat Man, some rory stuff. does that yeah rory does that all the time like yeah. he's got thousands of voice memos on his phone and he'll just you know yeah he's i, mean, I can see his process is like so reductive it's like he's yeah. probably got a million ideas that i've never heard before you know if they pass that barrier of yeah, his approval <laughs> um so yeah man that's definitely a really valid uh, approach throw, throw the wall see what sticks you know yeah exactly and it's it's quite convenient as well because you know you when you get you, you can get hit with inspiration anywhere yeah and and if you don't have anywhere to like you know pen it down or yeah. or, or record it then you lose it potentially yeah um yeah. that's happened to me a few times you know before like 
the sort of advent of or even the realization of a voice memo um mm-hmm. you know i'll be walking somewhere and i'll be like oh it's really good idea like a riff comes into your head or a beat or something yeah, yeah. And, and and you just like you get home and you're like I, oh fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's gone i suppose <laughs> we're a bit liberated by technology these days and you know yeah. it's got back in the these had to live in the studio in case inspiration struck at any point yeah. but where it's like yeah it's whack on the phone and then you can send it to our mate within 30 seconds and get his feedback on it it's like what you know it's crazy yeah so madness. you know i suppose technology's allowed us to to adjust to lockdown much quicker than we would have yeah you know? yeah a lot, a lot of a lot of artists like yourselves have have adapted very well to this situation um and yeah. like i was sort of covering this from the start doing this this podcast and over mm. the first lockdown, I was releasing like podcasts every day because I was speaking to people every day and learning mm. more and more about everyone's process and, and, and how they're adapting from the very sort of infinite, like inf- infancy stage, sorry, yeah. um, mm-hmm. to where we are now, where we're kind of like mm. trying to make do uh until <laughs> until things sort of clear up again yeah um, we're like, in like a holding pattern at the moment aren't we and yeah. i think that's that can be a good place for creativity it can be a good you know like if we've got no other external distractions you know we're stuck between four walls and all we've got to do is create we don't have anyone else around us so if you've got a way of doing that at least we've got little home setups we can all try and feed that in to, yep. the, to the hole you know yep. totally totally yeah. if you've got the means then obviously you know use it and you know, people are trying to learn stuff yeah. and they're learning that, you know, because I mean, yeah. with, with, certain, you know, GarageBand is a free program with, with, with the Apple products. So, um, and it's I know, insane. but yeah, no, I mean, these programs are, you know, a lot of free programs for this. So, you know, there are, like I say, a lot of people adapting and, and, and it's good. I mean, it's a good, it's a different way of being creative. It can kind of like inspire you in different ways like because you could yeah. have a set pattern of what you like to do some people like to lock themselves away or some people like to go walk in the city or or you mm. know you know involve themselves in the nightlife and then you know whatever comes out then or they use various other means narcotics and stuff like that uh, yeah. to push the envelope yeah. but um totally you know and, th- and this is just another way of doing it it's another way of people realizing oh actually you know maybe i've got some time to do this or maybe i should yeah. approach this from a different angle yeah, or maybe I need to do this to stay sane. You know, yeah, it's like exactly. this is my outlet. This is yeah. this is what I can do that isn't just sitting in front of a computer on Zoom to my colleagues or, you know, yeah. that you know, stick stuck in my home office or that kind of thing. It has kept me sane, you know, I've just been you know, the whole process of writing and like listening to the demos and thinking and I haven't been able to, I haven't had access to a drum kit. The only time I've touched the drums since March was in the studio. Okay. So I haven't haven't been able to practice any of the parts. It's all been mental gymnastics, basically, <laughs> of like kind of listening to the demos over and over again, thinking about what I'm going to play, what I'm going to write. So I was really scared when I got in the studio because I was like, shit, have I forgotten to play how to do this? Am I going to be on this enough? And we only had a few days, so um, it was luckily the you know first couple of tracks in, it was all right. <laughs> nice. But yeah, pretty squeaky bum moment, definitely. No, I still you not set up your pots and pans in your home or anything, no? <laughs> no, I live in a tiny flat in, in Wimbledon, man, like, oh, got right. no space. My neighbours would kill me. So um, it's been, I'm not set up for it, unfortunately. Oh, no, no worries, no worries. Um, so, I mean, like, like you mentioned too, just a little bit there, you, you guys have got yeah. an album uh yeah subatomic particle uh i love that name yeah um and it's <laughs> thanks a, man it's out so you remember it yeah yeah i do i got I've, actually i got it in front of me but it's a good album. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um but to be perfectly blunt and honest with you um, that's all right I'll but yeah it's out, it's out in june on alcopop yeah. um mm. i love that label um they've been they've been really uh, well I've, i managed to speak to uh the owner of 
uh, on this podcast before, and he Jack. was great. Yeah, he's Jack. a ledge. Um, yeah. And they've been a home to a lot of a lot of like you know a, a definite sort of kickstart for a lot of bands, a lot of indie yeah. indie bands and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. So tell us about the album if you can. I mean, what what sort of like? I mean, did you get everything done prior to lockdown? Is did you get that like that process bit done, or was it just was there a lot of like uh, stuff like during the sort of first lockdown that you couldn't do, and then when it opened up a bit, did you go back to it or? What was how? What was the process for you guys? Because obviously, having an album ready now, yeah, a lot of bands yeah. delayed their albums last year um, to kind of release yeah. this year in the hope that gigging and stuff will be back again. But obviously, we're not at that point at the moment. No, um, not yet. But what yeah. was what was the sort of like? How, how did you get all that together? Well, I'll start with the, if the singers were touching upon Alcopop, we're also really excited to be on that label, man. I mean, like that's been a dream label for me for ages. Like, I remember when I first moved to Brighton, I saw an Alcopop uh, logo on the Tiger Cub like poster, and there was, nice. was a band that I really admired back then. Mm. And I was like, oh yeah, maybe one day I'll get on that label. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an absolute dream. And I, I haven't met Jack yet; I couldn't make the signing session, but I'm really looking forward to eventually uh, meeting the fella. And uh, but no, we're, we're really excited to be on them, and we, we love them. They're, they're ethos and everything about them fits with us so well nice. so for the album um yeah we um basically i'm trying to think of the timeline because we we got our tour cancelled in the middle of the first lockdown yeah <laughs> so we were on tour with our really good friends gaffer tape sandy cool. and we were having a great time you know we were about a week and a half into a two and a half week endeavor and it started to gradually filter through the country the word was flying around that corona was was getting really serious and it was starting to be something that we should take notice of and people were locking down you know they're staying at home and then um and then right in the middle of it yeah we had to call it because it was the right thing to do and um we all went home and then about you know seven or eight of us caught covid oh wow which sucks <laughs> wow <laughs> i got it i got a case of it i wasn't it wasn't serious but we all you know we must have been like you know in this van just traveling from place to place and we you know there's so many points of transmission it could have been so yeah. unfortunately that was quite a, a, a heavy way to, to to get the post tour blues you know what i mean it was yeah. pretty rough yeah but i think that fueled getting out of that and getting through the other side of it and you know you know all of us dealing with that and having the rug pulled underneath up from underneath us it you know we had a really good meeting with our booking agent rob and um he was so inspirational he was like guys you just have to keep the momentum going you have to keep doing this and keep your socials fresh keep your output going because that's what's going to keep your momentum yeah. throughout this period you know and we were like yeah and we throughout the time you know we've been talking about an album a little bit we're back and forth in just uh, you know rumblings of when when we would want to do it but we just decided to be like look we've we've got loads of ideas we've got demos we've got the singles you know flowing so let's just start the process and it was like a six month period where we were just creativity was really hot and we were all you know stuck inside anyway so we were just throwing ideas around and just having that 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 project to work towards really fueled us so um that's kind of what happened there and it was all all completely remote man like it was all just um because luckily rory's always done this he's always written demos himself even yeah. right from the beginning when we had the freedom to get together so it's a, it's a process that we're used to so it didn't really impact us that that badly to be honest you know okay that's yeah cool. and then i got you know got in the room recorded the drums and um pretty much just me and rory and our producer in the studio and then um since then we've just had um those guys have been layering everything else on top you know to get it all done yeah yeah nice and is it is mm. i take it it's all finished now or is there still some little bit to do before the release 
We have finished tracking a while ago, and okay. now we're just working through it track by track, mixing it with Ali Jowett, who is our amazing um, producer. And um, yeah, he's just just been brilliant. He's been doing it from home in his home studio. We, you know, the guys have popped in occasionally to to layer up the guitars and vocals and all that. But no, we're in a really good position with it now, where we're just sort of um, going through and polishing each one. Nice. Um, and releasing them as singles. You've got like a lineup for a couple more singles before the album as well. Cool. Yeah, I was going to ask what your sort of like run up to the album was going to be like because obviously, yeah, um, like you know, having to sort of change tact or if you will, because obviously there's no way of getting out and playing these songs live to mm. people. But mm-hmm. you know, have you got guys got any plans? Obviously, you said you were going to release some singles, but have you got anything mm-hmm. like any kind of like online events or anything planned or anything you can kind of like let us know about? Yeah, well, you know, obviously on the Blush release, we did the beer, yep. which went down really well. And, um, you know, seems to be like our fan base uh, beer drinkers. So that's good to know. So <laughs> maybe some sort of like, I don't know, like kind of specialty item as well. You know, something else that's going to set it aside. Some collector's item because people just love collecting things these days, you know. Yeah. Um, it's not been completely confirmed at the moment, but you can rest assured that it won't be boring and it will be something... <laughs> that is unique like we try and just do something a little bit different um so that's the thing we've, we've got ideas but um nothing set in stone that i can reveal to you yet, unfortunately okay. no worries no worries <laughs> um i was actually gonna ask about that special beer as well so because yeah. I've, I've, I've seen a lot of bands kind of delve into that kind of um like you know ipa microbrewery type you know, special brew, if you will, not the drink special brew, but special yeah, yeah. brew. <laughs> Unless it was special brew, just repackaged, I don't know. But um, That would be pretty punk. It that would be, be pretty cool. punk. You know, a bit, you know, yeah, mix up with some tenants and you yeah. get yourself a, a real punk. Bit of white lining. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's a proper cocktail, that is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was just like curious, what, what sort of guys got you in, what got you into that? Because I mean, I'm not a drinker myself. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. totally like teetotal, but um, I've, nice. I've sort of seen uh, a lot of bands do this and i'm interested in the program I'm, I'm i'm very I'm, I'm much sort of like a food and drink person mm. so mm-hmm. i love cooking and i'm i'm so mm. interested in the sort of like drink side of things because um, mm-hmm. i've always been good at like mixing drinks i can make a hell of a cocktail even though i don't drink alcohol Interesting. Um, so it's it's a weird thing for me but and yeah it baffles my wife so it's just kind of like how do you do but you this? can make like virgin cocktails though well, I, I, I can i can but i apparently i make really good like alcoholic ones but i, I put it down oh, to man. my sort of like knowledge of tastes and stuff like that so it's just sort of what would work yeah. together and and sort of looking up what what the the sort of like the spirit i'm putting into it what sort of tones that gives off Nice, um, and then just sort of you know seeing if the mixture works, <laughs> which it has done yeah, so far. But I was, nice. well, it's, it's like quality ingredients, isn't it? That's exactly, exactly. Like that, right? But I was just curious, what, what was your link up with the beer? What was the, how? How did you guys sort of get involved in that? Well, it was more of our manager Elliot. Um, he is a lot of the time he's the brainchild behind all of these like unique, uh, interesting offerings that we've done. Like you know that that. Uh, that 8-bit or whatever you call it 60 video games they did um, that was like Flappy Bird but on Instagram filter that was his idea and um, you know he just loves doing these kind of viral marketing things that, that just like kind of get people a little bit like oh that's just it's not just a single the band it's something else as well that you can yeah. latch on to um, so again yeah he, he found this um, 
this is, I think it's called Blackberry Blush is the original name of it. I think he probably just searched for blush beer, you know, or something <laughs> like that online. I don't know what his process was, but it was just, it just was a good fit for the name of the single. Yeah. And then uh, Jimmy, the bassist, he made the, the visual for the, 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 the label. He wrote, he, he uh, drew that because he's like, he does all of our artwork, basically. He does, nice. uh, you know, all those cartoon kind of drawings that you see on all of our singles and stuff. It's, it's just all him. So, um, yeah, so really, Elliot's to thank for that. He's the brain, the brainchild of all that stuff. Oh, brilliant! No, so I, I'm always curious because yeah. I, I, like, um, I spoke to not to name drop, but uh, Randy from Lamb of God, which is a bit on the heavier side of music. Um, oh yeah, but, but they got they linked up oh, with um, uh, Brewdog and made a sweet non-alcoholic Ghost Walker beer something as well. Um, and there was, mm. a, there was another couple of bands that I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. It's the only one I can really remember because it was non-alcoholic. Um, but no, it's just I'm just really yeah. like in, like enticed by this this sort of side of things, and I, I, it's something I'd love to sort of maybe get involved in at some point. Um, yeah, but yeah. No, I was just curious how that came about for you guys. But that, obviously, you know, with the namesake and everything, that kind of works definitely. And I'm assuming you sold out of that that product as yeah. well. Yeah, cool. We sold out of a couple of runs of it, actually. We were oh, surprised really? at the response, wow. although kind of surprised and not really. Yeah, we had to do a couple of runs pretty quick, um, you know, because I think people were just like, oh, yeah, I'm onto that. But um, I think, yeah, I like your idea of doing it non-alcoholic because that kind of and it furthers the market, doesn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, it does. Know, everyone uh, can drink that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what got me interested in that one because I was just like, really? It was like low alcohol or well, no alcohol. And I was like, oh, that's cool because it's like a company that yeah. like, Brewdog are huge. They make, I think they do stuff with stuff loads but i think deftones and stuff as well i think they have something with them but nice you know it was just it was just sort of like an interesting approach to it like having that kind of like low or no alcohol approach to it for for a sort of yeah. like heavy rock and roll band if you will it's it's yeah. it's a it's a, a new mix on that front yeah <laughs> yeah, um, yeah yeah but obviously go, going Me. forward with <laughs> um this year um, do you guys have anything like, oh, I don't know, it's really shitty to us, but like any kind of like yeah. touring or gigs or anything like provisionally booked that you're hoping to sort of like get on? Or is it, is it just sort of like, we're leaving it for now. We're just going to concentrate on this and, and, and. Hey, use, like, use... Luckily we've got the most, we're good with sort of, we're going through it with a uh, cautious optimism and some sort of like some hope at the moment. And we're very fortunate that our booking agent is one of the most proactive people on the planet. So at the moment we've got, how many dates? We've got about 15 dates booked from May to June for our album tour. So 30, 31st to the 19th from May to June is currently looking very, very busy for us. So um, so that's it. It's very optimistic, you know? Yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> um, Having... But yeah, there's a whole album tour. Yeah. Hello? Sorry, mate. That's all right. That. Yeah, no, it cut, it cut out on me. It's all right. Um, no, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, like having those dates uh, booked yeah. and having um, something there to kind of look forward to. I mean, obviously, with what's going on, it's very difficult to kind of like you know confirm it. But you know, are, are you have you guys like put tickets up for sale yet or anything like that? Or so? Oh yes, yeah, so, so about about tickets. Like the, the events um, are mostly a lot of them are like sort of free entry, but you can get advanced advanced sort of places there. Okay. Um, which is kind of nicer to get people you know involved with at the moment. I don't want to take money off people for something that might get pushed on months and months potentially. Yeah. And we're hoping not. But um, but no, there are. I think most of them have got ticket links up. 
online um you know it's all on the facebook event thing so i think we've got a lot of them listed and they've got links to the various places you can get the tickets from on there um but um, no we're just really hoping that things are approaching normality by then um enough that we can go out and do it responsibly and not endanger people you know we're quite aware of that yeah yeah no that's cool that's cool and some of them if they're free entry as well that's really good because is you know like I've I've got tickets that have, for various shows that have been pushed back indefinitely yeah. to this year, um, and you know even now I'm like I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> so you know no. and th- those are like you know they're, they're just ones that I think are just going get, to keep getting pushed back until they actually happen. But um, yeah, no, I mean I'm hoping that by that point, especially around that sort of like May June time, then we'll have you know vaccination ahoy, if you will um and a lot yeah. of people will have it or you know it, we would be okay to or at least things will open up for us because mm-hmm. you know I, I as much as you know i love being at home um <laughs> i need to go out <laughs> i need to sort of i know I, you know i thought i was quite a, a sort of like stay at home guy as well before all of this and it's yeah. made me realize that i'm probably not as bad as i thought i was and that i do really need social interaction and need people and events and things to look forward to i think everyone does really. yeah no i mean I, um, I, I i dj or i did dj on a, on a monthly basis and that was kind of like my going yeah. out night and um you know mm. i really miss that because it was like going out seeing a few friends you know playing a bunch of music to people making them dance all that kind of stuff and then yeah that got taken away and it, it must be the same for you guys with like you know going to play shows and stuff but it's just like that was my yeah, sort of social totally. outlet apart from work but yeah you know big time for me too the band stuff was that release and it was that you know obviously made, made social um bookings with like mates and stuff to do bits here and there but the consistent thing and the 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 outlet was always the the gigging and the rehearsing and writing with mates and yeah you know it's like, like another family to, to 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 let off steam with and man i really miss it yeah. <laughs> i really yeah. do it'll um, be back soon we'll it'll be back soon it will, we'll get it back. It will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but i've got a couple of questions left for you johnny uh yeah, and i'll let you get on with the rest of your evening um but what i want Cheers, to find man. out um are your three albums that changed your life so Whew. what i'm looking for here is is the one that made you want to play the drums you know you heard it you go oh, i want to do that or the one that made you want to be in a band or you know or even something yeah. like brand new that's just come out and it's just like blown your mind Wicked. All right. I'll start with the one that has the one that made me want to play the drums was probably the first Block Party album because it was like, you know, I was an early noughties teen at the time. And uh, Matt Tong, I think his name is, was an absolute monster. And um, yeah, he really got me, you know, going for that. That that was unbelievable. The good drums. I still listen back to it now. and I'm like, oh, man. I still couldn't play half of what he puts down. So it's a solid album. Um, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's just, it, it, I was I was less turned on by each album as it went on from there. But that that first one was really just purely banging the whole thing, yeah. man. Like, so that's the one that got me into it because I was it was that sort of time for me. I've been playing for a fair while, and um, the one that made me what was the other one? <laughs> um, well, no, it's just any any albums that really kind of like influence the person yeah. or the drummer that you are or the musician that you are today. Any of the ones that not, totally. not like um, sort of, you know, I'm not looking for like best of Beatles. I'm looking for that album. No. It, could be, it could be like an obscure album from somewhere. It's just, you know, just something that, that, yeah. that just sort of like that moment, it was that album that said, you're going to play drums or the album that said, you're going to go on a touring band, you know, or... yeah. Like yeah. I said, something that just blew your mind. 
the one that made me want to be in one of what maybe want to search for a good songwriter to play drums for if you like yeah was the Lars self-titled album okay so that is a bit of a deep cut because most people just know there she goes yeah and um i'm a big sucker for pop music man like <laughs> I, I love it you know guitar pop music is yeah. actually my guilty pleasure i love the heavy stuff too but and that that whole album's brilliant man like it's just it's really rootsy and it's like they were really you know like puritanical in their approach and they yep. just it was they were never happy with it and there's a whole story behind it if you look and look them up and look at yep. lee mavers the singer and um they're bloody great it's just such a good album and it's just a feel-good summer album that i always listen to every now and again i'll just put it on again and just um you know, it never gets old. So that's definitely one of my faves. And yeah, the last one, let me think of a more recent one that I can pull out of my, um, my, my list. I'm looking at my Spotify now to see what I've been listening to. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find a good one. I'll tell you what, um, I really like, uh, Louis Cole, who is in a band called Noah. He's an American guy. And, um, there is an album by Louis Cole called time yeah and it's he is basically like he went to berkeley school of music yeah you know like these prodigies come out of yeah yeah and um he's like a beast of a jazz drummer and um but he also plays really funky as well like he's super like on it and um he's he writes and he sings as well and it's his own stuff and um yeah it's just really nice like electronic funk pop sort of stuff nice really nicely produced and mixed it looks really clean cool um yeah open into that excellent no i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna have a listen to that one this is kind of the reason why i do this particular question is to discover albums that i either haven't heard or not listened to for absolutely ages um yeah i i I know of the lars i've you know like you say they're known for um there she goes and um yeah obviously block party like i said that's a solid album that first one and i agree with you as they've gone for drums yeah yeah um, and I've mm. not heard Louis Cole or Lewis Cole, so um, I am I am gonna yeah. check that one out on my streaming service. And nice, go from there it. on that front. It's, it's, it's a nice little oh, journey yeah. for me to kind of like you know. <laughs> but yeah. my final question for you, man. Um, go for it, man. Uh, what are your hobbies away from music? So when you're not, uh, well, I know you oh. haven't really been drumming, but what do you do to kind of like <laughs> get away from it, or what's uh. p- another passion of yours? Uh. Mate, I'm a massive nerd. Like, if you think you're nerdy, wait until you hear what I get up to. Go on, so I obviously <laughs> play. I play a ton of. <laughs> I play a ton of video games. Obviously, yeah. Um, just Nothing like, wrong with that. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I do. I, I indulge quite heavily. Like my Steam account is probably embarrassingly massive, but <laughs> um, yeah. So I play some video games. I, I've recently been getting into playing D and D on online okay. with some friends. Yeah, yeah. It's that's what I'm doing tonight after we finish this. Call. oh nice and um but we do like a thing where we pay for this guy to run the sessions it's like a, a paid service and yeah. he's a professionally trained voice actor and um there's been a session that's been running for nine months and i've been part of it for three or four. Oh wow and it's been awesome it's like we do it every monday night and we get together and hang out and we we it's escapism you know yeah yeah totally. um so it's been great and it's been a good like stable kind of um thing in the calendar every week you know to look forward to the social so yeah. that's been cool that's amazing um yeah so i've been doing that and um yeah just the, all the nerdy stuff that surrounds it like painting the minis and yeah. buying the dice and following the rules and stuff like that so nice i'd say that that's my 
outside stuff really yeah yeah no, that's cool that that aligns perfectly with me um because really? i love video games um yeah. i i i'm getting my family into D over the first lockdown we did a small campaign ah no way um, i found another nerd that's yeah, amazing found another right. one. um i got the i got the starter pack for the family because uh, i've been doing like i've been Sweet. doing bits and bobs for years but um i thought i'd get the kids into it and stuff and and they sort of gradually sort of got Dude. into it and then adapted to their roles and yes. then became those characters, which yes. was awesome to watch. Um, but I also I, I play... really almost want kids so I can start doing that. Oh, yeah, no, it's <laughs> worth it for that. Um, but I, yeah. I also play Necromunda. Um, and... Oh, my God. I've played Warhammer 40k as well. I wasn't yeah. going to mention that because I wasn't sure how nerdy we want to go. No, no, we yeah, don't. I've got, go a, uh, Vansar, uh, yeah, I've got a Vansar um, squad for Necromunda that oh. I'm, I've been quite into. Brilliant. Um, yeah, and I've got like a, a Tau forty k army as well. Nice. So, um, nice. Yeah, one of those Tau players. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, and no, I, I, I do the sort. You know of min- what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Yeah, no, I do the sort of like the the the, skirm- the small games or the mini games like Blood Bowl and stuff as well. Like kill, kill team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, kill team. Sick. Um, Age of uh, Sigma stuff like that. Um, but my main hey. one is is Necromunda. That's my sort of like main collection point. I have. Wicked. Pretty much everything they've released as plastic. Um, wow. Uh, up That's till, awesome. Up till now, and then obviously whatever they're going to release this year. Um, depending, yeah. on, depending on money at that point, because yeah. I used to have extra income, which I don't have anymore. <laughs> of course. The, but, the expendable uh, has gone down quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, but lockdown's been pretty good. I've actually painted a lot of my minis. So uh, that was the sort of like yeah. big thing of it. So. Nice one, man. You'd be working on that backlog, is what we say. My my, my nerdy gaming group, yes. we've got a backlog, and um, but I've, I've been really bad with it recently. I haven't touched it. I used to paint, like really get into painting. Like yeah. I've got uh, Instagram Johnny Forty K. Check that out. <laughs> I will. <laughs> but um, yeah, J O N Y Forty K, and it's got all my business on there. But um, yeah, I've been I've mainly just been gaming recently and been playing like lots of. Um, like colony sims like i play a rim worlds it's a really really good one yeah um and there's like a couple of other like sort of simulation games like Frostpunk is awesome nice um don't know if you've ever had any of those it's like real-time strategy games and stuff like that um, but, um I'm, yeah. I th- I'm aware of them i haven't um dabbled in those just yet i've 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 mainly a console player on that front uh, um so yeah. Yeah, yeah i've sort of like gone on the i got on the train of cyberpunk um and oh, stuff like that yeah. recently. Which the train is, of disappointment. It's, is it all right, it's, though? It's all right. It only broke on me twice out of the whole campaign, which That's isn't bad, bad compared to some people. So I'm, like, yeah. quite fortunate on that. And, and, and there's still a few more endings I need to find out because I've, yeah. I've done a couple of the endings, and there's, like, eight of them, apparently. Um, yeah, so, apparently so. Um, I've just got yeah. to see where that goes. But it's it's been a pretty solid game. It's like playing, uh, basically, I, I put it down to playing, like, a... Um, back back in the days of like four eight six and in, in Pentiums and whatnot, um, yeah. playing a game that was stupidly overpowered for that particular PC Your hardware. Yeah, exactly. And it right. just runs sluggishly, or it or the graphics don't load straight away, or you know bits are missing, walls break, and you yeah. get to see whatever. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, no, that's that's like that's what I put it down to because I'm I'm that old. I'm used to that. So I, I didn't yeah. have any sort of quibbles when it did break on me. I just like, okay, restart the game. I did save it. I, I made a point of saving at periodic events. So every yeah. sort of like 15, 20 minutes. So I didn't yeah. lose too much when I when it did break. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, twice in the whole campaign, I'm doing side missions now and it's not doing anything. So 
Is it on Xbox? Are you running it? Like yeah. Xbox One. Yeah, Xbox One oh. S. So not uh, the one new S. one, not the Series right. S, but the old, yeah. the previous one. But like the the, the the pro version of the previous. That's that's good. Then, yeah. At least. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm not on like the core yeah. Yeah. the yeah. core one. So that's that's fine. But yeah, and I've been playing that. You know, yeah. Assassin's Creed. Nice. Yeah. Decent. I've got I've got Game Pass, so I've been getting loads. I've been playing Doom Eternal on my Xbox One, which is sick. Yes, that's so much fun. Yeah, the Game Pass is a damn fine thing indeed. It's insane. (laughs) Netflix for video games, man. It has saved me so much money. So (laughs) right, especially. I bet if you've got kids as well, don't matter how old they are. But I bet for kids, it's really good because you get loads of nice little indie games that you can just get and play in. And yeah, yeah, they're playing. They're playing things like Fortnite. Um, they're sort of like with that sort of like eleven to thirteen. Uh, like Minecraft so, and Fortnite. Yeah, and stuff, Minecraft, yeah. Fortnite, Five Nights at Freddy's, Secret Neighbor, stuff like that. All those sort of like yeah. small games and stuff. But they're Sweet. loving it. So, you know. And and Cyberpunk oh, is great, mine because it's a bit oh. too adult for them. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, that's quite brutal. Yeah. Oh, man, it's so good to chat to a fellow gamer. But um, but no, yeah, I, um, I've just been playing all these. I have to get these really crappy old looking games because my iMac's from like 2012 and that's what oh, okay. I game on. <laughs> so just, I just get all the crappy pixel art games and like find yeah. trying to find the good ones that's what i've been up to nice. yeah it's good fun sounds like a good one uh, yeah thanks cool. very much well johnny mate um, thank you very much for this uh i really enjoyed our chat i'm gonna let you get off to your your dnd evening thanks for having me on man i really appreciate it and um yeah good talking to you thank you awesome have a good one man bye-bye cool cheers dude bye <laughs>